now listening to The Nasty Table, the premier source for tabletop role-playing actual play. Now come on in, relax, and pull up a seat to The Nasty Table. You go get a just fill a couple cups of water or something. Got a sober. I've interacted with this corner before. His name's David. David. David Jones. David. <laughs> I trust your suit better than ours, David. Bottom of the torso, indicative of saw marks. Seven to twelve. He was cut up. Look, he had underlying health issues. It's not. Your Vic died from a heart attack. Really isn't your fault. Coroner's report states that pulmonary disease was so advanced he only had a couple months to live. You think there's something else? Absolutely. Hmm? What do you got? Some cookies? Yeah, I don't know how a snack rotation is gonna work unless they're soft snacks. Also, don't think it matters that much. <laughs> I can hear Alex chewing from here. That's <laughs> wild. Yeah, yeah. Overwatch. I tried playing Overwatch two when it came out because I played Overwatch one pretty religiously, and. I stopped playing Overwatch 1 and then Overwatch 2 came out. I was like, all right, you know, I'll try it out. And then I remembered why I stopped playing Overwatch 1. <laughs> it's literally like I cannot get into that fucking gameplay loop. It is the most unfun game in the history of the world. And the matchmaking system blows fat okay. dick. Overwatch. Oh, yeah, yeah, they, they, like they, Overwatch. they fucked it in this game. And dude, and this goes back even to like fucking chat filtering and stuff like that. Like even that is weird. Like League bans you if you say like GG Easy. Bro, what, what do they do in Overwatch? So what you, what do you if say you Valorant don't do that, GG Easy. We did, not, we did not find this by like Googling shit. We just, we typed in GG Easy just to be dickheads in a match. And it'll say like, wonderful game everyone. I salute you all yeah, for yeah, honor yeah, yeah. and glory. Like, or the, it'll also say so like, my mommy says, like, it's past my bedtime, so I need to go now. If you, <laughs> yeah, if you, do, if you do that in League, it just chat bans you for the rest of the game. Wow. Like, you just can't talk to your fucking teammates. Interesting. I don't know. And look, I'm all for chat filtering for actual, like... Yeah, like, I'm gonna kill offensive you. Offensive <laughs> profanity. Even that, I don't want that blocked out. Like, KYS, I don't, even, I don't even think that should be blocked out, but, like, N-word, F-slur, shit like that. I get it, but I don't know. You're, like, neutering your, your competitive base taking away their balls <laughs> so i know that we're here to uh to play some some tabletop role-playing i know that but fortunately there is um there's something on my mind the eagles are going to the super bowl yeah they are go birds fuck yeah the eagles actually you know what i'm gonna cut all that out about the eagles because i don't even <laughs> i don't even want to 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 have to listen back on it at all. It's, it's like the worst fucking possibility happens. Yeah, we can like talk about the jinx birds it. I don't want to jinx three it. Weeks. We will talk about the Eagles in, in, in two it. weeks. You're right. That's it's true. They got it. Two you weeks. Are, that's true. Unless we take the day after the Super Bowl off. Which, jury's still out. Session three. Session three, <clears throat> gentlemen. How, uh, how, how, what are we thinking so far? How are we feeling? There's dead people. And that's, that's it. Dead... Dead boys getting pulled from the river. Ah, right, come on. 
Yeah, I mean, I think we uh, we moved through you know the first two sessions pretty pretty smoothly. Actually, I do want to direct my attention to little Chuppy over there. How do you feel playing Delta Green? How does it how does it feel as a system? Oh, it feels great. I mean, obviously, I haven't played with other DMs, so I don't know who, how everyone would style it. But the way we're playing it is, you know, like heavy RP, um, conversational analysis is mm. is is big. Whereas, you know, I haven't rolled once in two Speaking sessions. Speaking of so. rolling. Speaking of rolling, if you guys have any skills marked off that you failed last session, make sure to add uh, 1d3 plus 1 to them. Um, and that's kind of the system for Delta Green instead of like leveling or anything like that. When we get into vignettes, I haven't decided if we're going to touch on them or not. It's another mechanic where you can kind of train your skills or do some other stuff, manage your sanity. Um, but there's no like leveling in Delta Green, right? So most of your skill increases are going to come from failing skills. But first, you have to roll some skills in order to fail them. <laughs> but it's just cool that not even having to roll, you could play two sessions and acquire a lot of information. Yeah, that is know? actually true. Really I, I cool. didn't really think about that. It really is like a like a story-driven system, kind of. Um, which I know isn't particularly for everyone, but I know going into this, thinking about you four particularly as players, I feel like this is a good system that, that, that the four of you would be able to, to fall into. What happened last session? What did we do? What were we doing? Give me a let's get a little, little uh, recapitulation up in this. Ten eighty four cavalry bar turned into a ten seventy two. You want to put that in? Uh, you want to put that in English? <laughs> there was a fight at the cavalry bar. A young kid, underage drinking, uh, who punched a man in the chest, and that man went into cardiac arrest and died. We trying to figure out what to do about that. Aside from just like the content of it, I know that. Uh, you guys met a lot of characters in those previous two sessions. A lot of names. Uh, you know, if you don't remember them, it's it's all good. But um, there's going to be a lot of NPCs uh, to interact with in this. Just kind of like on the nature of, you know, being detectives and stuff like that and talking to people. So I would suggest that you guys keep pretty good notes on that kind of stuff. And, and ha have you guys been keeping notes for the most part? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. To refresh everybody, what, uh, what, was, what was your guys' other case? I got called down to the park. Park ranger found a, a corpse, did some investigating. He said that he pulled it out of the river. Turned out to, uh, we called the coroner, brought the coroner in, and uh, reported that it was uh, from in anywhere from ages 7 to 12 boy, hmm. this, this body. Fairly mangled, we think cut up, and could have been out there for three to four weeks. Hmm. Yep. <laughs> what are the... Uh, I mean, so these are two cases, right? And I feel like there it's a it's a, a dichotomy of crime here right now where there's one case where there's a lot of people to talk to, a lot of different, you know, avenues to explore and stuff like that. And then your guys's case, which is kind of like it's just a body in the middle of nowhere. What's the next step for you guys? I think we have to look up missing persons reports mm -hmm. and find any missing kids. Anything, I guess. Any adjoining counties, mm -hmm. maybe. See if anything matches in yeah. the last month and a half. How do you guys feel that you're uh, kind of handling the uh, the procedure here on, on, on investigating crimes? And this is for all four of you. I know that you guys aren't actually detectives. Believe it or not, you're role-playing as them. Like, going into this, is do you guys think you're operating kind of how police operate for the most part? Yeah, I mean, I think... I mean, we at least had people to question, so... I mean, we at least weren't 
able to bring somebody into a room and question them and kind of pick their mind up and we talked to the father i feel like we're i mean i would say we're we're following the guideline like the rough outline but um in our in our how we're approaching things conversationally maybe yeah maybe not that maybe i don't want to say intimidating just how, how we're holding ourselves maybe isn't by the book standard procedure but then again this is a totally different time period when maybe you know everything wasn't word for word written out in a book and how to act and how to how to handle yourself so i think we're all right run of the mill hmm. maybe, maybe that, a little less i feel like for us we've been pretty textbook so far except for when you went out barefoot in the water i think i have boots uh, on boots on um but even then that was just like a quirky thing that was actually valid and like i don't know logical i think the thought was getting if i mean maybe another body part got snagged somewhere else and if we're looking for by the state of this child's Mm -hmm. body probably not any fingerprints on that kid and i know fingerprints are hard to come by now yeah true so maybe not too much identifiable maybe something else comes down that river maybe somebody's using it as a dumping ground yeah there's another body that shows up that's why i like that like yeah we don't know like detective protocol and things like that but like that's that allows us to do like outside of the box yeah it definitely like, like leaves the book completely open on on avenues to explore and stuff exactly like that. now that it's past midnight into january 2nd the city of linwood falls seems still detective o'connor and sergeant mcneil drive in total silence west on second street towards the station pulling into the parking lot and parking your squad car you two begin to make your way towards the entrance detective hoyt and Flores, after releasing Mark Nicholson in the custody of his father, you watch as the two of them leave, escorted by an officer. As the murderer of Bobby Tillman leaves, the other half of the violent crimes unit enters. The four of you, about halfway through your shift, find yourselves plotting your next move. What do you guys want to do? Shut my door, close it, and I uh, walk up walk up to these two detectives and I say, how'd everything go on your end? Well, we got a kid who basically accidentally killed a man. Um, we're just going to kind of send another officer there to the bar that it happened and kind of try and see if we can find what's going on there. Some shady things going on with a barkeep down there. Didn't seem all right. Will Newton. If you all need know anything, feel free to let us know some details. But like you said, we got an agent going down there tomorrow. Find some details out. Did well, they find out anything about the guy who died? Name, information? Bobby Tillman. Not much information on him at all. No, unemployed. Kind of seemed like a nobody. Didn't have a lot going on. We got his address, though. We're going to take a ride. See what he's got looking at his house, anything suspicious. And also, outstanding is, um, you guys, if you so choose, can take a trip down to the morgue. Uh, kind of would be typical procedure to, you know, if you guys wanted to look over the body yourselves or, um, gather his possessions that were on him when he died, stuff like that. You're, you're more than welcome to do that. What happened with you guys? <sighs> rough night. Pretty rough. Pretty unfortunate. Uh, Found a found a body in the river, uh, just like the report said. Um, it was 
He was a minor. Young How boy. Old? Coroner didn't give an exact age, but must at, at the oldest, he's a young middle schooler. Jesus. Body was chopped up, I think. Got photos. If you have How a stomach for it. There? How long was it in there? Three to four weeks, we assume. So we're going to check out some uh, missing persons reports, see if anything about this boy pops up. Update the lieutenant and see what we can do. I would hope there's a record on a 12-year-old boy around here. Missing for three or four weeks. Hopefully you get a good lead. Oh, yeah. So walk off. You're going to go talk to the lieutenant? Yeah. Think I'm going to get into those records? Going to hit the records and... McNeil, you said you wanted to speak with the lieutenant? Yes. All right. Real quick, it just popped in my mind. What are you guys wearing? I'm in, like, my pea coat. You know what I mean? It's, like, real low. Dress shoes, dress pants. Fucking handsome. <laughs> fucking handsome. How about you? Oh, uh, I got, like, the kind of, like, beige standard gray police uniform on with the black combat boots but i got a nice worn work jacket carhartt all right weather no. over top oh he's got carhartt this guy <laughs> it's cold yeah, i like i like this guy this guy um, means business i uh i take off like my big fluffy uh black jacket as i get into the get into the office when you say fluffy bear skin no i'm playing it's, like, it's not like fluffy but it's like a thick jacket like it could it could might it could be a ski jacket even okay okay take it off got like a nice black button down on sleeves rolled up my linwood falls violent crimes unit badge sitting right here um right on right on the torso right, up, right up, on the on the left chest left portion of my chest and <laughs> the uh, left peck yeah and some uh some nice jeans and some some work boots that oh, I wore from the farm. Sarge is a jeans and boots kind of guy. All right. So I think I'm probably rocking the brown pants, brown jacket. Probably taking off the jacket at this point, pulling one of those where you're holding it with one finger over the shoulder like that. <laughs> and uh, he's probably got some yellow suspenders on underneath and a white button up. Yellow suspenders? Yellow suspenders. Yellow? Going kind of like a, a wow. faded yellow. Whoa. To go All with the brown, right. mm-hmm. right. one finger with the jacket over the shoulder, left hand on your hip, kind of leaning <laughs> into it. I got gotcha. you. Did they, did they sigs inside in the seventies? Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. All right, I think it would be, I, I think it would be considered insulting if you did not smoke your cigarette. Jerry's inside. the type of guy who's like got like one of those like metal cigarette holders. Like he's <laughs> never just got the box. He's like got like the metal thing. What is he fucking spy from TF2? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I take out a smoke. <laughs> I light that bitch. All right. Talk to Ray. So partner. First, uh, Roy and, uh, detective O'Connor step aside. Um, O'Connor makes his way towards the, the area that would have detailed records on missing persons reports and stuff like that. Meanwhile, Sergeant McNeil, you're making your way basically down to the violent crimes unit to uh, speak with Lieutenant Longo. Uh, the two of you, uh, Detectives Hoyt and Flores, you're still in that uh, that lobby area. Where do you want to go from here? So we go down to that fellow's house. 
snoop around, see what we can find. Yeah, let's do it. Get in. You ready to go now? Yeah. I, I grab my keys, mm-hmm. jangle them in front of them. I'm driving this time. Okay. <laughs> so you guys make your way out of the police department. McNeil, you uh, make your way down into the violent crimes unit, and you can see Lieutenant Longo, uh, his door's open, and he's behind his desk. He kind of looks up as you enter. Mm-hmm. I walk up to the open door, and I give it a knock. <laughs> he watches you on your entire approach, and then watches as you knock on the open door. He uh, looks up. Sergeant? Hey, Lieutenant. Um, well, O'Connor and I just got back. Just wanted to inform you, see if you could have possibly heard anything in the uh, amount of time it took us to get back since our call. Mm-hmm. Um, but sent the sent the body with the coroner. Okay. O'Connor's going to check some uh, missing persons reports. Um, and that's what we'll be doing. So we'll be I'll be headed upstairs to do that. So do you have anything else <clears throat> in terms of leads? We have no other nothing else to follow really. We have uh, two witnesses we could call it. We have the warden of the park and um, well his co-worker okay. who claims to have not seen the body. But uh, we have two names and two faces for that. So, all right. Do you want to uh, set up a search for you know the surrounding area? Um, I would like to. I had um, Officer Gaines. Mm. I had Officer Gaines do one last uh, you know perimeter check, just actually scout the entire park uh, before he could call it, before he could send uh, the warden home, as well as himself. But. I think we should get one more check just to be safe. All right. So probably tomorrow in the morning once the shift comes in, I'm going to send out a decent amount of people, maybe about a dozen or so officers to really do a good sweep of that area. If they come up with anything, you know, we'll let you know by the time that your shift starts. Beautiful. Sergeant, I need to make it clear to you that this is starting to become a delicate case in the sense that if the papers find out that we found the body of a child and we have no leads to speak of, we're going to be in a rough spot. I really need you guys to pull through on this, and if there's no leads by the end of the night, I need to know. Understood. All right, get to it. Will do. Walk out. So, Caleb, you begin scouring through these records. A lot of this stuff... Actually, all this stuff has not been digitized, so it is absolutely going to take you a decent amount of time to go through all of these records. Because I imagine you're not just, like, walking up to, like, the missing person's pile and, like, going through it. It's an, it's a detailed investigation through these records of analyzing, you know, children of that age in the area, because maybe he wasn't reporting miss, reported missing. You're going through all sorts of stuff, all sorts of files. So this is going to be kind of a expanded investigation through these files so with the two of you it's going to go quicker but it's still going to take a decent amount of time to physically go through all of these Fair enough. is there needs to be done same is there anything that you want to tell me regarding this investigation things that you're paying more attention to other avenues that you're going to look into if i mean yeah i think just records i guess for non-missing persons but obviously focus on the missing persons um the surrounding area maybe if we have anybody that's had a history with anything weird with children that lives any area towards the river near the river at all okay 
if I can look into that. Sex offenders. Yeah. Child predator. Kidnappers. You know, stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else, Sarge? Yeah, I'd like to uh, look for anything related to um, children, or uh, like even if it's like young boy wins spelling bee in county over. Okay. I want to know about that. So. All right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be a detailed investigation here. Cool. So with that being said, we're going to jump over to uh, our other pair of detectives. Are you guys going straight to Bobby Tillman's address, or I believe so, right? Uh, yeah, but well, as when we get in, you know, we'll go to Bobby's. But uh, let's pass back by the bar. The bar, all right. Just peruse on through there. I would. Jerry also, drives like a. I was going to say your black Camaro, and he's so like got your, it all like mo- he was, he used to be a mechanic. personal car. Yeah, yeah. That's so, why he drives it though. It's fast as hell. Well, I mean, it's good. Good call taking your car. Well. Yeah, they won't be able different. to. They won't yeah. be able to see us. Yeah. So I would caution you guys, um, and you would know this, and you know, being a detective for this amount of time, um, it probably would be a good idea to get his possessions because he probably had his house key. So you guys don't have to knock the door down or you know, muddy up the investigation by trying okay. to find other ways to get the key. Just a suggestion, something that pops into your head if he carried his house key, which he might not have. But that's something that you do consider. You guys are heading towards the bar. Yeah, I'm gonna drive by there. Okay, first, yeah. just drive by or get out. Because at this point, it's probably like twelve fifteen. Most of the people are off of the main streets and off of the main sidewalks, but you kind of pass through, and it looks like the lights are out in the bar. Uh, typically, especially you who are more aware of the going ons at Cavalry Club, they're typically open this late. But you assume that Newton must have closed shop early based on what happened. Doesn't look like there's much much action. You wanna. Head to his house. You want to get his belongings, or you just want to try and bust up in there? Yeah, might as well go stop over the corners. Right. Yeah, we're gonna go over there and see what he's got. All right, making your way towards the uh, the morgue, and it's a short drive. It's not too too far. So what you know is that he was taken out in an ambulance, died in the ambulance. They didn't even make it to the hospital before they basically drove him to the morgue. Um, for the sake of brevity, without having to go through and role play the interaction, you go into the morgue, um, talk to the coroner, he hands over the possessions, and then he asks, uh, you guys if you want to see the body. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take a look. Takes you over to the, uh, the cooling board, pops open the thing and pulls it out and you hear like this, the squeak of the wheels as the tray kind of slides out and you see, uh, his body. You guys have seen corpses before. I'm not going to make you roll sanity. Uh, but he has been cut with the Y cut across his chest. Opened up and you can kind of look in. And even without any kind of medical knowledge or anything like that, his lungs, you can see, they're still in him. They haven't removed his organs, which is typical. They're probably going to do it maybe on the next shift or something like that. But his organs are still inside of him. And you can see that they look a little, his lungs at least look weathered and wilted and Black lungs like tar seems like a bit of an exaggeration, but still looking at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also, this is the first time you're seeing Bobby Tillman, his face at least, so you'd be able to recognize him if you ever saw him in photographs or anything like that. Can I see if I recognize him? You looking him over? No. Nothing. Um, do I recognize him from the bar? Yes, you've seen him maybe, maybe two or three times, you know. And uh, is Ray good with More faces? More recently than not? No, I wouldn't say so. Uh, The earliest you've seen him was maybe like seven or eight months ago. Okay. 
Is Ray good with faces? I mean... Not particularly? Not with this case, no. Gotcha. I wouldn't say. All right. Like that. Um, his belongings are as follows. There is a key ring with two keys on it. One looks like a car key. The other one looks like a house key. Uh, his clothes, which have been folded, uh, blue fan- flannel, jeans, boots, uh, his wallet, and a half pack of Lucky Strike cigarettes with a matchbook stuffed inside it. Can I look in his wallet? Yeah. Uh, inside you find his driver's license, $14 in cash, a couple receipts that were kind of stuffed in there, and a, uh, a picture. What's the picture? It's faded. Um, looks like a man and a woman on the beach. Uh, the man you can recognize as Bobby Tillman. And can I read the receipts? Yes. Yeah, there's there's only two of them. They look like gas station receipts. Okay. Okay. Just take the keys. Let's get on with it. All right. All right whoever was helping us. Thank you very much. Gives you a nod as you walk away. <clears throat> and where are you guys heading now? Head to the house. Yeah. Or apartment or whatever. Okay. All right. So you were told uh, through the records and also his driver's license confirms that his home address is 1620 Walnut Street. Uh, you make your way down there and you see a larger apartment building uh, that is marked as 1600 Walnut Street. So you would imagine that he has an apartment somewhere in this complex here. Okay. I'm going to just park the car close up to this 1600 and look for 1620. Yep. Okay. Park the car. Walk inside. It's one of those... Is there anybody around? No. Okay. Maybe one person walking their dog kind of farther, farther up the street. He works weird hours. Don't judge him. Okay. Walk inside and it's kind of set up in a single story, uh, but there's doors that line uh, the left and the right. All right, I I go right. Tell him to go left. Shout when you find it. All right. Okay. Uh, walking down, looking for anything. Uh, you do see eventually Ray finds uh, apartment twenty, which you would imagine sixteen twenty is this building, or I'm sorry, sixteen twenty is this room. You, we got it. I fiddle with the key. Mm-hmm. Pick key. out the obvious, not car key. Mm-hmm. Put it in the lock. Key goes in the lock. Lock turns. Door opens. Well, door is unlocked. Mm. I'll give you a look, kind of nod, and then I want to just very slowly push it in. Push it in. Looking inside, door opens slowly to reveal a messy apartment. Uh, the first thing that hits you is this overwhelming stench of cigarettes. It seems to cling to the dingy, yellowed walls. Uh, the first thing that you notice is a small ceramic flower pot on the carpeted floor filled to the brim with cigarette butts. Can I investigate the kitchen area? Yeah, so you, you basically walk in. It's basically a large room that's kind of like an adjoined living and kitchen area. To your left, there's a small coffee table with a worn green couch uh, that's set up right next to it against the wall there's a uh, like a knee-high entertainment center with a vinyl player and a stack of vinyls across the room is the kitchen area Uh, stove and sink are piled with dirty dishes Uh, you imagine they would smell 
if not covered up by the stench of cigarette smoke. There's a trash can that's against the wall, overflowing with garbage, rotting food, paper refuse. Uh, But further away to the far right of the entertainment center, there's two doors that are next to each other. One on the left is ajar, and it looks like there's a bathroom in there. The other one is closed. I want to go to the closed door and open that bitch. Open it up. It looks like it is a bedroom. Compared to the rest of the apartment, this bedroom is pretty well kept, pretty clean. The grimy carpet that's kind of on the floor of this whole that first room that you were in doesn't follow into here it looks like there is hardwood floor in this room there's a large bed in the center that kind of takes up most of the room space but the bed's made looks like it's all in order there's a worn dresser against the wall and at the foot of the bed there's a wood stained chest with upholstered cushions on top kind of like a like a hope chest a small closet in the corner of the room is open are there any photos around? You have not seen any. Um, can I open the chest? Yeah, uh, you lean in, uh, kind of get on one knee to pop the lid on it. There's two large blankets that are folded that seem to be on top of whatever else is of note in there. Can I take the blankets off? Yeah, take the blankets off. There's a folded army jacket that has a shoebox on top of it, and there's uh, another shoebox kind of off to the left of that. And them shoe boxes. Yeah, I'm gonna take the shoe boxes out. Open them up. All right, take the two shoe boxes out. Open them up. The one that was on top of the army jacket looks like military memorabilia. Uh, there's a Bowie knife in a sheath, a canteen, a beat up, nondescript, non engraved Zippo lighter, a slightly rusted handgun slide, which is distinct. It looks like it's for a 1911. There's something thin in this box, probably about an inch long, wrapped in a bandage. And there's a book that's in there as well. Look at the book. Beaten up. Uh, the cover's faded. Looks like the cover itself is green. Uh, it is Lolita by Vladimir Nabokov. Can I pick up the um, the piece of the handgun? Yeah. I want to inspect that and mm-hmm. kind of inquire if is there any... Um, like hard use on it is it, you know you know what I mean yeah like, yeah um, hardware and tear what's your firearm skill off? forty you'd be able to take a look at this and see that it probably did see some use there's a lot of scratches that are on the inside and the bottom where basically the slide kind of comes back and rubs against some other metal it's rusted so it's not like it's been well kept since it's been used um, but it's basically just the top part just that slide it just looks used like nothing like. Crazy. There's no tally marks or notches yeah. or anything gotcha. like that. Can I unwrap the thin thing? Kind of take it out, pick it up in your fingers, start unwrapping it. It looks like it's a piece of bone, uh, yellowed with dried pieces of what you can only imagine is skin kind of still stuck to it. There's no distinct smell. looks really old. It's a bone? A bone. Does it look like a human bone? What's your... What do you got in medicine? 20. It doesn't not look like a human bone. It's not like a oddly shaped bone that would be particularly old. Okay. Um, But it's tough to tell. You would put it at at least least 10 to 15 years old. And it's small? 
Yes, very small. It's about an inch wrap long. Wrap it up, and can I, do I have any little baggies I can put that? Yeah, yeah, I would imagine that you guys brought in any And I, we have, like, latex gloves on, right? Yes, we can go back and say that you put gloves <laughs> okay. on. Okay. I want to salvage that bone. Okay. Get that tested. Um, I, w- I, I want to grab this, this book. I want to open it to inside, outside covers. Mm-hmm. Um, is, one, is anything written, like, in you know, in handwriting ink? Yep. And then two... What is typewritten on the on the pages? Is there any, you know, uh, dedicated to this that just shit like that? Okay, yeah, you just take like five minutes to kind of flip through and look at it closely. Anything you want to do during that time? Um, I would like to go check the closet. Okay, you open up the closet. Um, nothing really noticeable. Uh, jackets, shoes, a suit, a couple of ties. Uh, there's a small box that's kind of been pushed towards the back. I'll open the box. It's paid electricity and water bills, a few bank statements. I want to pull the box out of the closet and just kind of leave it there for a second. Do we remember it saying that he was in the army in like his records? His records didn't mention it. Um, Keep that, in mind. that was a third box he pulled out, correct? Yes. There's a, so there's you guys got box. you guys got Oh, I thought you opened that one. You guys got two shoe boxes yeah. out of the hope chest and he just found a third stuffed in the back of the closet. Okay. Uh but in the one that he pulled out that was not a shoe box. It was like uh like a like a cardboard box. Okay. okay. Um <clears throat> there were no dog tags in no the dog military tags. box. No dog tags in the military box. <clears throat> All right. Uh, I want to say open the other box, but I was reading the book. Right. Okay. So, did I? Yes, you finish re- you finish going through the book. It doesn't look like uh, there is anything in, like um, personalized on it. It uh, looks like there's no like uh, footnotes or comments in the margins or anything like that. The one thing that you do notice is that it's severely water damaged. About halfway through the book, you can't even read the words on the page. Can I open the other, the shoe box? The other box? Yeah. Yes. Little over two thousand dollars in banded twenty dollar bills, uh, two boxes of thirty eight caliber revolver cartridges, a Manila envelope, and a gold watch. Open the Manila envelope. So it's one of those ones that has like the two tabs that kind of like you put together and then lift it open and take it out. Uh, looks like documents: uh, his birth certificate, his SSID card, uh, his military records. Looks like he did one tour in Vietnam in 1964. And the final thing in there is a small, thin metal key. Looks like a lockbox key. And all his records say Bobby Tim? Correct. Robert. Everything looks like it matches everything else that we've looked at already? Nothing stands out as being a discrepancy. Okay, well, I think that maybe we should just close this up and... We'll load it into the car, we'll bring it back, and we'll, we'll get looking at this stuff later, but let's take a look at this other box real quick. Yeah, this is weird. It's got no traces of this woman that was in his wallet. When's the earliest date on those bills you got? I want to go look. Go through the yeah, earliest... I want to look, look. I want to rip that shit apart. The earliest uh, date on there is 1968. Okay. Which was his first electricity and water bill. So he's only been in town couple years just like me had a couple years after his tour to get acclimated back in the states we could probably run a deeper search knowing uh, critical documents social security birth certificate 
See yeah, if we can get any, uh, any more records on his military service. Maybe where he came back to. Something had to have happened with his lady friend. Mm-hmm. Something think, is weird. Yeah. I don't know. They, but Barkeep and uh, and Mark, they said uh, he, he was off. He was depressed. Mm-hmm. He didn't seem like he had much will. Sometimes a lady can do that to you, but I don't know why. How clean is it in this room? Immaculate. <laughs> what size bed? It's a king. What else? Oh, all right. There was the closet, the chest. What else is around here? Uh, There's also a dresser. Gotta check the dresser. You check the dresser. I'm gonna go to the bathroom. All right. Okay. You're going through the dresser. Simple. There's nothing really particularly of note in there. Folded clothes, socks things like that you make your way towards the bathroom it's a shithole stains on the toilet uh stains in the shower uh, you kind of go through his medicine cabinet uh looks like he is taking prescription uh corticosteroids most luckily for lung inflammation the toilet is clogged beneath the sink cabinet like- no the medicine cabinet's above the sink but there's no it's one of those yeah. standing okay. sinks Plunger? No. Looks pretty shitty in here to me. Is It's clogged with shit? Like, that's what it is? Toilet paper. Brown coloring. Okay, so what is shit? All right. I was like, did he shove something in there? Um, all right. Nothing in the stressor at all. I rip across all through it's the gonna, clothes. It's going to take you some time to really search dresser well i'm well you can i mean you know in the process of looking for it i mean it, and i'm just assuming that you're looking for things that aren't like completely obvious but like obviously when you open up the dresser like you're lifting up the clothes yeah, and looking yeah, underneath them and shaking but them i out. feel like there's there's just we have another key there's got to be something hidden in here we have another key yeah, it's a car key no, we got the gold key, right? Oh, shit, shit, shit. There's a gold sorry, watch, a... and there's a small metal, like a lockbox key. Yeah. Lockbox key. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, you're good. Yeah. Can I look under the bed? Yeah. Look nothing. under the... No, nothing. Do the floorboards... Does anything look funny on the floorboards in here? Do you guys want to take, like, 30 minutes to really Fuck check yeah, this place yes. top to Oh, bottom? yeah. I mean, this considering so that weird. he's... Like, we're aware he's dead, and it's not like he was killed by some group that was out to get him you know like mm-hmm. so there's no like fear of of like oh he's got booby traps he's got this that there's guys coming it's like let's take our time and thoroughly search this shit okay. roll a dexterity save <laughs> no I'm kidding I'm kidding I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> Oh, Talking about booby traps. Yeah, well, I was ready. I was like, let's go. <laughs> will uh will I, is there even dexterity saves in this? 15. I guess I guess I could make you roll a dexterity score or like a de- <laughs> dexterity check. So We'll assume that you guys are taking the time to art just this bedroom or the whole apartment. Everything, but especially this be- uh, bedroom. The bedroom, and I want to look through the trash. Okay. All right. Yeah, I like that. We'll assume that you guys are going through that. We'll jump over to our other set of detectives. So, you guys take the time. At this point, it's probably been about an hour of scouring through these records. There are no reports of missing children in the broad area that fit your case. Uh, uh, speaking in terms of likely age as well as you know ethnicity and the general area i found out something crazy which is that they did not like actively track missing children what the fuck until like 
like I think it was like 78 or something. Jesus. Damn. Which was crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but you guys would still have, obviously, reports of missing children. None of them match your criteria. Any, uh, any uh, like, noticeable grade school level accomplishments that the papers are, have been talking about over the past month or two? Not really. None that stand out to you. What about weirdos for child crimes? Weirdos for child crimes. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys like uh, toasted peanut butter and jelly? You ever had that? Yes. Oh, man. It's crazy. It's fire. Like toasted grilled, peanut butter and jelly. Like a grilled yeah. one. Or even if you just do it on like hot toast. Woo. Damn. I've microwaved and not crossed a wall before. <laughs> okay. That was good. That's not, that's not the same. Yeah, it's about the crust. It's about the crust. You can't be getting rid of the crust. So, you do have a list of sexual offenders, uh, but it's not. it doesn't specify whether or not they were related to children in the case or anything like that. Is there a record of anybody that got out recently for this kind of stuff? You would have to manually go through and then request the records of release and go through all that stuff. It's a lot of paper pushing to kind of get that information. Because nowadays, it's a database that you can basically just, you know, find that information pretty easily. You have a list of sexual offenders in Linwood Falls. In order to go through and find people in Linwood Falls that were arrested and imprisoned for sexual violence or violence against minors you would have to request that information or do a lot of legwork to try and get that and then to go through and say okay how many of these guys were released in the last two months you know so you think it would be like a backwards type thing like we we find somebody that might be a lead and then at that point we'd request something that would probably be the way to do it this is broad search and you kind of have a broad collection of information but for the most part or at least you can say with confidence that there are no missing children reported in the last year and a half that fit your criteria. We were sure that this kid was Caucasian, the water and everything couldn't have changed his coloring that much? Even if you take ethnicity out of the question. Okay. How many, uh, you know, notable predators are there? Thirteen. Thirteen. How many... And not all of those are guaranteed, you know, child predators. Mm-hmm. It's just sexual offenders. How many aged 7 through 12? Is that all elementary school? Elementary, middle? Schools are in the area. Three or four. Three or four that would hold that? Okay. Um, among these 13 potential perpetrators, are any of them... Have any of them been locked up recently? That would take a little bit of legwork of basically looking at these names and then going through their files. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you take the time to do that. They've all been released no less than two years ago. I want to make a note to check. I mean, obviously not now. And I don't even know if they'd be open today. But to call all three of these schools and see if there's anything weird with like attendance records, somebody getting pulled out of school in the last like three months or not showing up to school. Yeah, that's, that that's that. absolutely something that you can do. Actually, I have the day of the week. I can let you know. I didn't know if since it's January 2nd, everybody's still off. Well, you would imagine so. I wouldn't think that there would be any staff there this week that can answer that question. Probably not. Maybe. <clears throat> you don't know. You'd have to give them a phone call. So it's uh, officially, it's the 2nd, 
but the first was Sunday. Okay. So it's Sunday, officially Monday. Would this search be able to be more expanded if we checked out, or did we? Did you already include uh, adult missing persons reports? I'd like to see if that's a that's well. that's a more extensive collection of names. But you do manage to, to get your hands on that. How it, far back are you interested in? I'd say the past depends on how much time I have, but I mean. How how long would it take to go back a year? Probably a couple hours. Okay, I'd, I'd max out at a year then. I'll do a year. Okay. Um, and also I'd like to compare that with, um, so the missing persons, and then also if there have been any found bodies as well, um, any reported corpses found, and if I can compare to how we found this corpse. Okay, so you're basically looking for the ammo of your suspect and comparing that to corpses that have been found within the last year if any okay yeah you take the time to to go through and try and find that first of all that uh that list of missing persons reported in the last year Mm. you're able to generate a list for that anything that you want to do while he's trying to look into this uh the ammo here yeah two things could i get names of if i'm pretty sure this would be common record for us for I'm seeing like three businesses, I guess, sort of, that would be right on that river and around the lake. The cemetery, and then it looks like there's two trailer parks. If I get names of the owners. Of those three properties? businesses, yeah. Okay. The the graveyard is ran by the church in the area. Okay. What church is that? I believe it's... This Oakwood Cemetery? Yeah, let me double check here. Yeah, so the Oakwood Cemetery is run by the Church of St. Francis. They also run that school that you can see um, southeast of the cemetery. The two trailer parks look like they're owned by a private owner who owns both trailer parks. I don't have a name on this person. Billy Lloyd. Oh, Billy Lloyd. Lloyd. Did we get a number down for that uh, park ranger, too? We can say that you guys picked up their contact information before you left. At least the number for the security hut. Cool. And if you were relaying to me, I don't know if you would, actually. What happened between you and the lieutenant? Oh, yeah. I definitely would. About, well, I think that Possibly he seemed scared to me. They both did. And if we want to try to keep this under wraps, try to keep the public at bay for now, maybe give them a ring. Yeah. See if they're okay. See if they can keep quiet for now. Yeah. And I'd also inform you um, about my conversation with the lieutenant. If we don't find any potential suspect... He wants to be informed. He fears that the way that the media could handle it, it could explode. So, well, Where's your head at right now? Where are you thinking for leads? Seems mm-hmm. like dead ends. Um, I need to finish my the search that I'm doing right now, but it, I agree so far. Seems like dead ends. Wait a second. If I'm on the record for that, is this a railroad that goes over the river? Are you talking south of where it says Silver Lake? Right under the cemetery, yeah. Yeah, that's a railroad. Can I get train schedules for that railroad? Yeah, you'd be able to get that. And what uh, you would companies know, you, run on that railroad? That's what I was going to say. You would know that this, it's not a passenger railroad. It's an yeah. industrial railroad, okay. railroad. And you'd be able to get a list of companies. That would take a little bit of time, too. That's not something that I need tonight. But just, that's something that you can do if, okay. you, if you want. If can I have that put in the works? For something that I want to get. Yeah. And a lot of this, like, stuff that's going to take heavy footwork, 
uh, like doing extensive research on particular topics, that's something that you can talk to Lieutenant Longo about and get that delegated to a group of officers who basically don't have anything else to do. While I'm looking through these records and he's looking through them, can I get that put in? Absolutely. Um, yeah, I'm just pretty much doing, doing my search until it's done. So. Yeah, and then if I have time, I do want to call those park rangers. And uh, what do you say on this conversation? On this conversation, I'm just going to check in. Just how are you? Mm-hmm. You know, it's a rough night. A lot's happened. Mm-hmm. I hope that you're staying safe. And uh, ask if you heard anything from the officer before he left. Mm-hmm. And then also just tell him for now that we're uh, we're working on the investigation. So um, I don't want to bring people to the park, unnecessary people into your park. And we're going to have it both ways. might be easier just to keep this uh, between us for now. And he basically says, Officer Gaines spoke with him, said that the officer was going to do another sweep of the park, and he was basically finishing up, closing up to, to head home. And he also agrees to keep, not keep quiet, but... No, it's it's not a threat. It's just yes, a yeah. ha- have suggestion. Practice discretion. Uh, did he say that he saw uh, Officer Gaines? Yes. Okay. Before you guys left, you directed Officer Gaines. Yeah, to yeah. I'm saying, did it. he see him? Like he confirmed that he was yes. okay. All right. You worried? Maybe. <laughs> There's a killer on loose. Oh, the only other thing There's that I'm thinking on the loose. is, uh, would it be even worth it to try to look up anywhere that sells these electrical saws? That's a long, long list. Yeah. Okay. All oh, right. Could you? Did you hang up on them yet? No, I'm still on the phone. You hear me from the other room. Okay. Um, I like, as I'm searching, raise up and I'm like, how about you ask if uh, Officer Gaines has done his check in the park? Is he finished with his check? Well, he said he was going to check in when he was done, and I haven't seen him yet, but if you'd like, I can stick around and give you a ring when he's done. I, I think that you've done enough tonight. If we need to reach him, we can. I concur. Okay. Good. Yeah. Do you concur, Sergeant? <laughs> Send him home. We can talk to Officer Green. So we have a radio that goes that can go to the to that can go to a normal officer, right? We just change yeah. the channel. Yep. Okay. And what were the last of the records that you were looking into? I was looking for um, any found bodies or any mm. reported bodies, corpses within the past year, and any um, missing pers- missing adults as well as children mm. within the past year. So, the missing adults and children, you basically already got a hold of but this looking into the mo of the uh, suspect here and you would know that something of this nature of violence would be the talk of the police department so you would probably know if you would know if these acts had occurred okay the research that you do confirms that a crime of this nature has not occurred this uh butchering of a body in such a way hasn't occurred within the last two years um, and you, 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 you're confident that you would know if something like this happened too. Yeah. Cause you're in the loop. To my knowledge, has there, is, has there been any, like, uh, criminology wise, has there been anything related to this? Like in my career, I mean, bodies in rivers, bodies that have been severed. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but not like something you can put a link to, you okay. know what I mean? Yeah. You are seasoned Mm -hmm. you've ran into this stuff a couple of times whether it be extensive damage done to a body bodies getting cut up and dumped in rivers 
I mean, that's something that you've ran into, but of this nature to a child is a little bit different. Because you have to consider the idea of, you know, things like organized crime and stuff like that. Bodies get dumped in the river mm-hmm. all the time. Bodies get cut up all the time. Mm-hmm. But this is a little bit of an outlier. Yeah. Um, I want to say to you, I, I imagine that I overheard the <coughs> concept of speaking to like a, the schools in the area. Yeah. I think we should do that. Try to call a... Uh, like whatever secretaries or might counselors, anyone that might be working there throughout this break, and uh, potentially could be a parent that that's, did this. That's that was my nervous thought yeah. that if this person didn't report their kid missing, mm-hmm. it might be because they did it themselves. Yeah, that's my first thought. Schools would have record of something like that, right? If, the, if there was just a kid that just wasn't in school for three months. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So with that, we'll jump back over to our other set of detectives, finishing up an extensive search of the home of Bobby's home. Find a little wardrobe that leads us to Narnia. (laughs) So you guys are in Narnia. We just keep jumping back. We're just doing normal (laughs) investigations. All of a sudden, we're in (laughs) D&D. All right. So you guys guys extensively go through... um, this apartment, and it's a fucking mess. It's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Living area, nothing seems out of order. Nothing seems strange or off. Um, his entertainment center's there with the vinyls and all that. Go through the kitchen area. One of you said you're paying close attention to the garbage in, in particular. Mm-hmm. A lot of fast food stuff. Uh, fast food bags, food like that. Talking about general fruit and vegetable, like rotting food sitting in this garbage can nothing that strikes you as pertinent or noticeable the kitchen itself is messy like I said just completely grimy dirty stacks of dirty dishes and stuff like that opening up the fridge a lot of the food in there's expired considering that he passed just last night it's a little alarming and uh, just like the top of the trash can fast food stuff seems if you will a little more fresh yeah okay definitely other than that there's not a lot there but after a decent amount of time spent searching probably about an hour and I imagine this scene of like Ray's kind of going along the baseboards and Jerry you're kind of like checking through like going through under the bed and like checking up up under the bed if there's anything there. Oh, taking the drawers out of the dressers and pressing your hands up on top to see if there's anything there. You guys are skilled in searching a place. But you get lucky. Something catches your attention. So this chest that's at the foot of the bed, you kind of move it out of the way so you can see under the bed easier and slide under there and, you know, look up there. Jerry, you stand up and a random step that you kind of place right where the chest was makes this weird sound, almost like the boards are knocking together. Like they're not completely secured. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Get under there, Jerry. See what's going on here. Get down on my knees. Pause. Whopper, whopper. Whopper, whopper. All right. And, uh... 
I want to move these floorboards, baby. I'm curious. I got my gun out in case there's a squirrel or something. <laughs> <laughs> so you lift up the floorboards. Lolita the squirrel. <laughs> He's been keeping in the And they do uh, come out of place rather easily. Not even nailed down or anything? No. Alright, cool. Placed under the floor, kind of in this cavity that gets exposed. Lockbox. A small metal lockbox. Lock kind of like a cash box. It's locked. Um, I have a key for it. Put the key in it. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys both looking into it? As yeah, it we're like, we're both like we're both like. Um, I I know. I think he was in the bedroom alone, and as yeah, soon I guess I, heard, I guess no, no, no. As soon as I heard the floorboard creep, I want to kind of like go to the doorway, yeah. and just see what's up. Yeah, I see him getting into some Open shit. That little boy up. Roll sanity. Oh no! Oh. Let's go. Oh boy. Escalators. 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 18 on a 50. You're going to lose two points of sanity. Oh, oh sick. Let's go. Wow. What the fuck is in here? A human heart. I'm going to write on a sticky note what's in there, and I'm going to hand it to you. Copy that. Oh, I'm going a little insane. Now we're getting into it. Now I'm feeling it. Feeling it? I wanna know How big is a lockbox? I want to know your reaction. It's like a cash box. <laughs> when you have it. So it's tiny? Oh! It's probably <laughs> probably about okay. maybe like... like Nine inches oh, wow. wide so and like cash box. maybe like six inches deep. <laughs> Excited. You shouldn't be. Yeah, but it's the name of the game. It is. You know. I'm holding a Jesus so much Christ! He's been, I thought it was gonna be like one word. <laughs> no. He's been going. It's a fucking paragraph. It's a live grenade, and a string was tied to the top. That's of what I fucking imagine. So always <laughs> think whenever <laughs> Joe asks that. Were you guys so both sick. checking the box? <laughs> right, hit the deck. We did that one time, and I thought I did math wrong. We opened a chest, and it. It's immediately apparent what's in the box, and the moment you realize it, you shut it forcefully. You immediately feel lightheaded. Your stomach sinks, and you feel nauseous. What's in the box? Nothing. It's clearly something. Nothing. You don't want to look at it. Get out of here. We're leaving. Take the box. I take the box. How, cl how close is the car? <clears throat> out the door. Make a left, walk down a hallway, make a right, walk out the front door. Car's right there. I just, well, I just like walk right past Ray and out the door and like straight to the car. And that's where we will pick up next session. Oh, it's getting juicy. Thanks for listening to this episode of LFVCU. A Nasty Table Production.